0: Hello and welcome to Change Your Latitude. I'm your host, Pascal, and in this podcast, I'll be coaching you to unroot your old ways of thinking, ground into your truth, and consciously design your own authentic path. You'll also hear inspiring and thought-provoking stories from people that chose to live on their own terms. Each episode will help you to create more freedom in your life and business, not less, lean into ease and flow, not get stuck in hustle mode, grow into the person you were meant to be. And do so while enjoying life, not letting it pass you by. I believe you don't have to be anyone else to succeed and create the freedom that you deserve. So let's change your latitude. Hello and welcome back to another episode. This week I'm joined with another fellow entrepreneur and I know you're going to get so much out of this interview I'm chatting with Sierra. She's the founder of the Scenic Journey. She's a personal growth coach and also an NLP practitioner. And travel has been a huge teacher for her. She's learned so many different lessons that really helped her grow and change her life and create her own path. So I know this is going to be very inspiring and very valuable for a lot of you. And in this episode, you're going to hear us talk about what led her to start changing her life and how she decided to follow her intuition. Before we get into the interview, I just want to point out that there are a few technical issues here and there, happens, but I would love for you to keep listening because Sarah shares such great advice. So without further ado, let's get right into the interview. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. I'm glad that
1: you're here. I'm so excited too. I'm so excited to get started.
0: Awesome. So I know that we'll eventually end up chatting about travel for sure, and traveling with your business because we're both passionate about it. But before we get to this, I wanted the listeners to know a bit more about who you are and what you do at the moment.
1: Of course. So my name is Sierra, as you introduced me as. I'm currently in Los Angeles, California, while I'm in between travels. And I, just about this past year, started my own business I am a certified NLP practitioner as well as a personal coach. And what I do is I empower people to discover the depths of themselves while discovering the world. So using travel as an opportunity to experience other cultures, to get out of your comfort zone, and then to develop your own meaning of life based on those experiences. So because travel helped me so much, I'm really, really passionate about getting other people out there and using travel as a transformative experience for themselves and then applying that to their relationships, their lives, and so on and so forth.
0: That sounds great. And I'm, I'm excited to hear more about what travel has has done for you and what you learned from it. But I'm curious to know... How you became an NLP practitioner, how you became a personal coach. So, maybe can you walk us through the journey of where you were before and just taking a decision to change your life and maybe how you got started? Absolutely.
1: So, my journey kind of began in a almost a little bit of a traumatic way, but I graduated from California State University, Chico. I started working in a corporate job right away and I ended up breaking my collarbone at an accident I had at a football game. And it was for me, I like to call it my quarter life crisis. It was a little bit of a wake up call that I was on a path that I shouldn't really have been on. And so during this time when I was out of work because of the surgery, I had to get, I kind of Reevaluated everything I was doing. And I was like, okay, I know that there's more to life. I know that, you know, the path I'm on right now, I don't feel aligned with. So started doing some research. I knew I always wanted to travel, but I had actually never left America. And I came across teaching English abroad. And so while I was out of work, I ended up getting my certificate to teach English through the International TEFL Academy. It was an online program. So once I was certified I ended up researching where I wanted to go teach and I came across Thailand. I felt so connected to it. I didn't know why. Like I said, I'd never left America before, but I was like, okay, this is it. So I bought my one way ticket and moved out to Thailand and taught English for a year. And while I was abroad, I started a blog. So got into the online space. And once I was there, I started learning about, you know, digital nomad work and all these different people that were starting their own businesses online. And it was something I had never even known about before I had traveled or started teaching. And I was like, this is it, you know, this is what I want to do. So started getting deeper involved into that. And once my teaching contract was up, I shifted into the online coaching space I ended up working with a coach myself and was really inspired by that. And I had always felt connected to helping people. And while I love teaching English, I realized that I love teaching and helping people, but the English, the subject of it wasn't necessarily what I felt connected to. So mm-hmm. that's why I made the decision to shift over into you know, helping people transform and um, doing the personal coaching And involving travel in that, because again, the time that I spent in Thailand and traveling the surrounding countries was really an opportunity for me to reevaluate my life, to learn more about myself while I was learning about the world. And I was like, okay, this is, this is like the golden ticket I was looking for in my life. And this is what I want to help other people with. So um, when it comes to the NLP practitioner training, when I came back to America in March of this year, after my teaching contract was up, I discovered NLP and I found a training that was actually in Los Angeles that was happening within the month after I had discovered it. And I was like, okay, this is, this is what I need to do to take myself and my business to the next level. So I went and did the training. I absolutely loved it. It brought me so much insight on, you know, discovering the depths of myself, but also how to communicate with other people And so I got that training done, got certified, and I have now been able to apply those practices to my coaching program and also just my life. Again, discovering more of myself each and every day and kind of building who I am, not only as a coach, but as a person and as a business owner. So yeah, that's kind of a a long story short summed up of how I got to where I was to where I am today.
0: Yeah. And I love that. I love every part of it. And what I love most about it is the fact that it's really not a linear path. It's really, no. you just. it seems like you just went with what was the, the next logical action step. And then you just trusted in that step in order to kind of shed a light on the next one. And then you went with it and you just followed your intuition. It seems. from an outside perspective. I don't know if it was the, if it felt like that on the moment.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It was definitely a lot of trying new things, um, trying and failing, if you will. I don't really like to use the word failing because I think that every opportunity, even if it's challenging, is an opportunity for growth and learning. And, um, but yeah, I definitely tried a lot of things and figured out what, what I fit with and what aligned with me along the way. And it's like if you don't put yourself in those experiences and opportunities to learn from them, then you never get those lessons. And so, Yeah, so just following your intuition, knowing that there is a designed path for you, although you might not know exactly what it is in the moment, you just have to trust that everything is working for you, that things are happening for you and not to you, and that if you lead with your intuition and your heart and, you know, just trust in yourself and the timing of everything, that everything will fall into place.
0: I absolutely love that. And I feel it's a message a lot of listeners need to hear about because we often tend to overthink things and to have big plans and expectations. And we just forget about how we feel and we forget about trusting in our own intuition into the universe or whatever source that you believe in. And we tend to spend a lot of time in our heads and we forget to spend time in our heart and in our body and to just trust that it's gonna it's gonna work out when you trust in the in the powers of of the universe and in in your intuition. And if you trust the next step is the right one and you just lean into it and then you like you said, you try and you learn and you grow. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, going off of that, I
1: wrote a blog post when I had first started traveling about how travel turned me from a planner to an adventurer.
0: Oh, because- I love that. Yeah, I read it.
1: of course, <laughs> I'll send you the link. Um, but yeah, so I I actually used to be a weddings and events planner when I was in college, and so I was big on like you know planning, having everything in its place, like this, this, and that. And for anyone who's traveled, you learn that things don't always go up as planned. Nope. <laughs> uh, you know, flights get delayed, weather happens, like tours go off, whatever, whatever. And so in the experience of travel, I had to learn to let go of that planning and just kind of go with the flow of things. And then, you know, letting go of everything has to be in its place, letting go of expectations and not freaking out when things didn't go your way. And in that, it took a lot of surrender, you know, letting go and just trusting again, that everything is happening for you in its divine timing. And so from that experience, I was able to just kind of chill out a little bit and go with the flow of life and enjoy everything that was happening to me. And it was just such an amazing transformation that I had within myself because it took a lot of ease off of life and really just, you know, when you're planning, you're always in the future, but when you're just living and you're adventuring and you're enjoying, that's in the present moment and that's where life needs to be lived anyways. So yeah, like I said, the travel that I did endure was what gave me that lesson. And so that's why I'm so passionate about travel because, you know, people think that travel is just, you know, to go experience things and see all these beautiful things, but it's really a teacher. Like it really Mm -hmm. teaches you these little lessons and without it, I mean, I wouldn't be where I would be today. And, you know, I'd still be trying to plan and have everything in its place. So I really, really am grateful for that lesson that I got from it.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's one of the most important lessons and I think, like you said, traveling can teach us so much about ourselves, about others, about a lot of different things, and really helps us to be in the present and ground into the present moment and to just really be grateful for what surrounds us and to learn, to learn how you how you I think you said it perfectly, to to go away from being a planner and really lean into being an adventurer and really make the most out of your life and out of other cultures and out of other connections that you make along the way. It's such a beautiful teacher.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's really just, uh, I don't even know how to explain it for those I who know. haven't, yeah. for those who have <laughs> traveled, you get in for those who haven't, you know, it's just something you can't put into words. And that's why, again, I'm so passionate about getting people out, especially in their younger years to go out and travel, because I think in society, um, especially in America, it's like, you know, you go to school, you get a job, you work, 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 you save for retirement, and then you travel and do the things. And I'm kind of just trying to flip that on its back and be like, no, like, you know, you don't have to fit into society's rules. You can live life how you want. You can go travel while you're young, and you should, because that's how you define a life that fits with you and not, you know, what other people are telling you to do. So that's kind of something really big that I've been trying to push not only for myself, but for my community and my friends and my family and just everybody to show them that it's up to you to choose how you live your life. And by getting out and traveling, like it's just an experience that will absolutely accelerate your life for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And talking about travel, I'm wondering is there anything That was really surprising or you didn't expect or some adventures that you can uh, maybe expand on? Um, So
1: as far as expectations goes, like I had mentioned, I never left America before I moved to Thailand. So I didn't really have expectations um, for travel. I knew I would have a little bit of culture shock and there were some things that were absolutely different, but they weren't really bothering necessarily. They were just different. Um, And I definitely got used to them almost So much that when I came back to America, I had that reverse culture shock where everything Mm -hmm. was just like, whoa, this is so much. Um, So that was interesting, but I think one of the biggest challenges that I had, if you will, Was just being alone. Um, You know, I went and I moved abroad by myself. And up until that point, you know, I had always lived with roommates or had my family there, my friends, you know, past relationships. And I always just had someone there. So I never really had the time to be alone. And I think that was the what I needed in the moment. And, you know, just going out and being in a place where if I wanted to talk to someone, like I had to put myself out there to do it. If I want to make friends, I had to put myself out there and talk to people. Um, But I also had to spend that time with myself and learning who I was and learning to be okay with being alone, which is, again, I think something that a lot of us don't get because we're always just trying to fill our time with things or people or experiences, but it's like that alone time is so, so important to figuring out who you are and you can't do it when you are, you know, with other people, with friends, in a relationship, with family, whatever it is. So although being alone abroad was really challenging for me, it was like the biggest lesson I got and something that I totally, totally needed. Um, so solo travel is also something that I just totally, backup because again, those lessons that you get in being alone and learning how to be alone are just so, so important for yourself.
0: Yeah. It's so valuable. And I think it just helps you to create some kind of anchor within yourself. So you don't, you don't rely on other people or you really learn to trust yourself when you're alone and Mm -hmm. you're, you're traveling by yourself or you're just abroad. Like I was living abroad with my husband, but we were still just the both of us um, away from our families and you really learn to just create that anchor within yourself and to trust your own decisions without always asking someone else what they think or what makes sense in this society. And when you're just always surrounded by something different, I feel that's where you kind of learn, well, it's easier to learn who you really are. And I really love that about travel. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Like I said, um, when you I mean, growing up, we obviously learn a lot of things from when we're children and start developing our identities. And then as we go through the years of school, those things change based off of our peers and society. And so we end up to a place where we are someone that we might not necessarily feel aligned with. I think that's where I was at, um, that collarbone situation was a wake call to like, Hey, you're living a life that you aren't meant to be living right now. You're living as a person that you aren't really like who you are. And so I had to step away from everything I thought I knew. I had to unlearn who I thought I was to become mm-hmm. who I really was. And if it wasn't for travel and getting away from my comfort zone in the society I grew up in and the food group, whatever, like I wouldn't have been able to have that space to figure out who I really was, reconnect with who I really was. And so I mean, that's why, you know. Travel and being in different cultures, it allows you the opportunity to create your own definitions of Mm -hmm. that. So that's why it was just so, so important and valuable for me that stepping away, you know.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And I want to come back to something you were talking about, which is the reverse culture shock. So Mm, I know a lot of people maybe have traveled last year and they needed to come back home this year when COVID hits. And I remember being in that reverse culture shock and I felt miserable. I thought it was so difficult. So I don't know if you have some advice for people that are listening, that are going through this, or maybe just raise awareness towards that very real (laughs) reverse culture shock. I don't know if you have anything to share with us.
1: Yeah, so I'll just share from my experience um, coming from Southeast Asia back to America. So Southeast Asia is a very collectivistic community, all about each other and family, um, very selfless. And, you know, Buddhist country, Hindu, all those religions that are just very peaceful and present and centered. And then America usually is like identified as you know, individualism versus collectivism. And um, things can be very materialistic, Um, you know, having the newest cars, the newest things, the money, the job. I mean, that again, I'm just speaking from my experience. So coming from living in a place for a year where it was totally opposite of that to coming back to America, also during COVID when Mm -hmm. there was just craziness going around everywhere. It was a lot to take in, for sure, and it was interesting because when I was living here in America before I moved to Thailand, um, I didn't even recognize any of that. I didn't recognize the materialism and you know the individualistic, everything's all about me thing because I think I was actually living in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I moved to Thailand and I saw the other way of living, and you know, just being about people and you know helping each other out and living with experiences and living with so little and being okay with that. Um, I just didn't realize that I was living in it. So like I said, when I came back, I was like, wow, this is like sensory overload. It's a lot. And I almost felt just so out of place, if you will, which is interesting because this is where I grew up. This is my home. This is where I was from. Um, so it was interesting to see that, that shift in my personality and my way of being just from being in that other environment for the year I was. So like I said, coming back, it was a lot. It was a little depressing at first, honestly. And I think what I had to learn was to just see things for what they were and to Mm -hmm. not judge them to see that hey you know this is two different ways of living and i don't necessarily have to succumb to either of them i can hold true to my values and what is important to me and still be in an environment that might not align with who i am but not let that environment get to you and i think it's important to come to a place inside yourself where you can be at peace and centered with yourself no matter where you are in the world and not letting your outer world affect your inner world.
0: Yeah, and so I, I think, think that's, yeah, yeah that's, said.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the lesson that I got from it was, you know, you're always going to have stuff going on on the outside, but you don't have to let that pull you in a million different directions. So get solid with who you are, your values, your truths, and then live off of those. And you know, what will happen is you'll eventually let that kind of spill out of you and start affecting your environment versus the other way when your environment is like affecting you and how you are on the inside, if that makes sense.
0: It makes total sense. I absolutely love that. And it comes back to that anchor I was talking about. And you don't always have to travel to, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful teacher. It really, really helps to create that anchor within yourself. But that being said, you don't have to travel a lot and all the time to create that. And I think just going back to really spending time knowing yourself and um, and really leaning into your purpose and your values and who you are, it really helps you to just build your life from the inside out and not the reverse, like you said. So I think that's a, that's a beautiful lesson that you just shared. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, just starting from within and then applying it
1: to, you know, your relationships, your career, things like that. Yeah. I think a lot of times people try to either jump into a relationship jump into a job, to try to create your identity to figure out who they are, but that's like working backwards, right? Like you are jumping yeah. into something and trying to find your happiness or your joy or your meaning from these things that are outside of you. But instead if you, you know, take the reverse approach, if you work on yourself first, you develop that meaning, then you'll end up attracting the right people, the right situation, to you it all
0: begins within. Absolutely. And I think it ties in nicely to what I can read on your Instagram account. Um, And I really love that you say that you empower grow getters to discover themselves by discovering the world and choosing unconventional paths. Can you tell us a bit more about what that means for you and also what you can offer at the moment and where we can find more value?
1: Yes. So with the term grow getters, it's kind of a play on the idea of a go getter. So somebody who just you know, has the desire to push past their limits, to do great things in life, has that inner energy to make things happen. Um, But I put the word grow in there because I recently learned that, you know, life is all about growing and, you know, everything that is living in this world, trees, plants, whatever it is, like, they're always growing, everything's alive and changing and evolving. So it's like, we need to be chasing that growth, that change, that evolution within ourselves, within you know everything in our life. Um, we need to be intentionally. Ch- chasing it. So, that idea of a grow getter, someone who just wants to consistently be growing and learning and adapting to their environment and changing themselves. And then, um, like I said, the discovering yourself while discovering the world. So, using travel, and it doesn't have to be international travel, you know, you don't have to go and move to Thailand, but, you know, explore your local town, explore your states, your country, whatever you're in, um, and use those experiences of new places to kind of help you unlock little pieces of yourself that you've had locked away or hidden away. Um, And then finally taking unconventional paths. So I believe that it's really important for you to design your own life and, you know, don't succumb to society's rules of what success means and what happiness means of what, you know, a clear path means, create your own path, design your own life. And by, You know, going out and traveling and experiencing these things, and then also holding that intention in yourself to always be learning and growing—that's how you can have the confidence to break away from the norms, if you will, and create your own life. Um, So yeah. So with that, um, in my coaching program, I have have one-on-one coaching services that I offer right now, with a three-month program that I call Travel and Transports to transform and develop who you are. Um, There's three phases in the program where, like I said, we start from within, we work on yourself, then we work on your connections, and then finally your life. And within each phase, we plan and take travel trips to be able to kind of put those things into play. Um, And then, of course, using my NLP techniques that I learned from my practitioner training to kind of go deep, get rid of some self-limiting beliefs and things like that. So you can unlearn everything you've learned up to this point and clear up space to relearn who you really are. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what I do right now. Um, you can find me on Instagram at The Scenic Journey. I'm sure we can include the spelling in the show notes. You it's will. basically a play. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a play off my name. My name is Sierra Nicole. So um, I kind of did a play on words with The Scenic there. I love words and communication. I was a con major in college. So all about the word play, the talking and things like that. Um, but yeah, so that. And then I play. Same thing, the scenicjourney.com. Um, And yeah, I'd love to chat. So talk to me on those two resources and start a conversation, you know, whether it's or your own self-development journey. I just love connecting with people and building community based off those things.
0: Awesome. Your program sounds absolutely amazing. And I will leave the links in the show notes. I know the... um, Right now the internet seems a bit unstable and we're missing a bit of words, but I'll make sure to put on the URL in the show notes. And I think it's just such a perfect segue to my last question that I ask all my guests and it's all about changing your latitude, because the name of this podcast is Change Your Latitude. It's about growth. It's about freedom. It's about changing your mind and your perspective to change your life. So I'd love to know how do you plan to change your latitude this year?
1: Yeah. So I think that's an amazing question. And going off of what both of us have been talking about throughout this podcast is That idea of just always chasing growth, always chasing the next adventure and taking everything you can from those experiences to learn. Don't label them as good or bad. Don't label them as success or failure. You know, it's, it's not win or lose, it's win or learn. And so see every opportunity as a chance to learn and to grow. And so for me, changing my latitude this year is going to look like despite everything going on in our <laughs> worlds, in our social conditions, um, just learning from all of it, you know, and, and figuring out how I can get closer to the core of who I am and my being and knowing that who I am is not you know, a destination. It's forever changing. It's forever evolving. And so, you know, changing my latitude comes with just changing myself every single day and being better than who I was yesterday. And then of course, helping others realize that in their potentials and inspiring other people to do the same. So that's what I'm going to be aiming for this year. And like I said, inspiring other people to be figuring those things out for themselves as well.
0: It sounds like a great intention. Thank you so much for sharing this time with us today, Sierra, and for sharing your story and your lessons. It's been a very, very cool conversation. So thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much. I loved learning a little bit about you as well and the
1: opportunity just to chat with you and your listeners. I'm so excited.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this interview with Sierra. I will leave her links in the show notes so you can learn more about her, about her story and the work she does. Again, thank you so much for your patience with the technical issues. I'm sure you were still able to get a lot of valuable advice in this episode. If you have any questions for Sierra, if you have any questions for me, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll see you in the next one.